0: This host was born in Michigan. Who is it? Time's up. The correct
1: answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 923. 923. Informative, local, dependable.
2: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay in and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Um,
3: but about me. It's a throwback to two oh, yeah. days ago. Give me a fight. Frivolous topic. Can't you let it be? All that all and bad.
4: Roxanne, who never did get to play, which is such a great example of an iconic song from a movie. That was really a good one. So the Golden Globes, in case you didn't watch them, I didn't watch them, but uh, the Golden Globes happened this weekend. Jared Carmichael did the monologue. And I, I thought some of this was just so interesting entertaining and appropriate that i wanted to share it with you here goes well whenever it's gonna play i mean come on now what's going on why is my computer being weird? all right check all your connections who are you me uh, <laughs> no just making sure you know the old let's try one more time welcome to the
0: 80th annual golden globe awards I am your host, Gerard Carmichael, sure, 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 and I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. (laughs) Gerard, my apologies for mispronouncing. I'll catch everyone in the room up. (laughs) If you settle down a little bit, I'll tell you what's been going on. I love him so much. This show, the Golden Globe Awards, did not air last year because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which I I won't say they were a racist organization, but they didn't have a single black member until George Floyd died. So do with that information what you will.
4: Oh, man. (laughs) This is, but but again, this is the Golden Globes. This is at their event, right? Okay? I'll tell you how I got here.
0: Why am I here on the stage with you guys tonight? Well, I was at home. Just drinking tea. And I got a phone call from my man, Stephen Hill. Uh, Stephen Hill is a great producer, and he said, Gerard, really, I'm honored to be making this phone call. He said, uh, I'm producing the 80th Golden Globes, and it would be an honor if you would agree to join as the host. I was like, whoa. (laughs) You know? Like, one minute, you're making mint tea at home. The next, you're invited to be the black-faced of in, in battle white organization. <laughs> Life really comes at you fast, you know? <laughs> Life really comes at you fast. So I said, Stephen, I'm torn. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm a little torn because, uh, you know, I, <laughs> one, it's a great opportunity. Thank you for the call. But uh, I'm only being asked to host this, I know, because I'm black. And Stephen said, Let me stop you right there, Gerard. He said, You are being asked to host this show because you are talented. You're being asked to host this show because you are charming. He said, You're being asked to host this show because you are one of the greatest comedians of a generation. But Stephen's black, so what does he know? Like, he's <laughs> only producing this show. Because he's white. They're not going to tell him why he's here either. (laughs) (laughs) So So I said, Stephen, this is a lot for me. Let me call you back. So I did what I do when I have a a moral racial dilemma. Uh, I called the homegirl Avery, who, for the sake of this monologue, represents every black person in America. (laughs) And I said to Avery, I said, Avery, they asked me to host the Golden Globes. And I said, "Uh, you know, what should I do? And she said, ooh, Buki, I'm so proud of you. Now, remind me, which award show is that again? (laughs) And I told her what this show was, and I told her about uh, how last year didn't air because of the no black people thing. And she was like, well, how much are they paying you? (laughs) And I said, well, Avery, it's not about the money, honestly. It's about the, the moral question of, Rather I should allow and she said, Dra, enough all that. How much are they paying you? And I said, 500000 dollars And she said, boy, if you don't put on a good suit and take them white people money. And I kind of forget that like where I'm from, like, we all live by a strict take the money mentality. so i just i just wanted to sh- i thought it was
4: it was it was funny and i always want to share things with you that are entertaining but it was i didn't know i don't know Gerard uh, Carmichael so uh, but he sounds fantastic and that way of telling a story that then makes you laugh along the way that also makes you think about why you're laughing along the way I mean, it's just very very good stuff 616 on news radio 92 3 transgressors comes up next candy's got traffic on the fives and
3: really a uh, quick we're not showing any slowdowns or accidents right now Berry hill is clear no problems on dogwood hamilton bridge and milton northrop and anderson lane are clear also traffic tips text 437 1620 it's news radio 92 3 informative local dependable Hey,
4: if you've got a plumbing issue any kind of plumbing issue whether it's a leak a drip a weird sound on the wall a, you know the heat's not good the pressure's not good you've broke the frozen pipes and you shouldn't have done it and you should have fixed them by now but you haven't, call Barberry Plumbing. They'll take care of it. 477-8782.
2: When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary and you speak of it often even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun... Paul Benakis and Associates, now in the Historic District on 120 South Alconies, and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates, leave the numbers to the experts.
5: as a Walgreens
2: pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you, with low-cost copays on many medications.
3: Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions.
2: Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app.
4: Dearly beloved, We are gathered here today to remember those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names in this moment of our remembrance we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance what we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity join with me now as we remember those we've lost first the term manslaughter because of its sexism and cisgender bias Obviously, we should be just as concerned about woman slaughter as we are about manslaughter. And naturally, neither of these transphobic terms is acceptable because they completely neglect the awful crime of other slaughter. But when considering upgraded substitutes for manslaughter, it was not an easy task. Obviously, the more generic human slaughter gains us nothing ethically since man is still the focal syllable of the unavoidably sexist word human. Then we thought that person slaughter might be a suitable improvement, but we immediately noticed that person slaughter clearly contains the sexist and transphobic syllable son, which renders it unacceptable. This led us to the more trans-inclusive term people slaughter. And of course, we liked the way the suffix slaughter emphasizes the equal value of animals and people, a an equivalency we fully endorse. But, due to recent addenda to the semi-binding intercongregational protocols on English language modernization provided to us by the Stanford University Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative, we realized that instead of affirming animal status equity, people slaughter has the effect of marginalizing the suffering of animals by desensitizing us to how they're murdered. Moreover, the term actually commits species appropriation by stealing the unique word from animal kind and using it for humans, thus we were in a bind. Given the tension between liking the term people slaughter because it equivocates people and animals and disliking the term because it marginalizes the violence done against them in the name of carnivorism, we were presented with a real linguistic dilemma. But then we remembered Jackson's fifth rule of word eradication. Whenever the option to keep a word or to eliminate it exists, eliminate the word. Banning words is always the best option. This meant that people slaughter must become something less offensive to the cows and pigs and lambs of this cruel country, and thus we now endorse the term people making not alive. And so, in the future, when someone commits a homicide without intent to kill, we will demand it be described as, for instance, vehicular people making not alive. Woe unto all who offend. Woe
6: unto all who offend.
4: Second, the word field. As the University of Southern California Social Work Department this week announced it would eliminate this horrible term from all departmental curricula and and practice due to its unavoidably anti-black and anti-immigrant connotations, and to replace it with the much more inclusive practicum. As the departmental memo stated, language can be powerful and phrases such as going into the field or fieldwork may have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign we certainly celebrate this important next step in the anti-racist evolution of english no doubt you yourselves have felt the marginalizing hurtfulness of someone asking you what your field of study was or the painful othering of being told to survey the field microaggressions designed specifically to remind you of the slave trade or the oppression of migrant workers we all have we all have Now, as for the term practicum for the social work domain, this is clearly a good choice due to the difficulty of pronouncing it, and also the obscurity of its meaning. Forcing people to use words they've never heard before is always good, but what should we tell farmers? Well, they can go to work in the plant cultivation spaces, or the agriculture endeavor zones, or even crop spots similarly what of sports ball players well football and baseball to name just two aren't are going to need names which don't microaggress against their minority players by reminding them that they're being lorded over by the owners of the fields in which they toil for the slave-like wages of multi-million dollar contracts so perhaps we could call it the football rectangle or maybe a little cute the yard since that's the base unit of measurement for the playing surface Perhaps the baseball catching place? Or, for those more mathematically inclined, the not-quite-exactly-a-quarter circle? The FBI, for instance, can have its agents on the street instead of field agents, and local headquarters instead of field offices. People who are sexually active can be described as soliciting multiple offers instead of playing the field. Public officials can interact with reporters by simply answering questions instead of fielding them. The Earth's magnetic force structure can simply be that instead of the other thing. The magazine could be crop spot and stream we can reduce the candidate list instead of narrowing the field and of course children can simply go on learning excursions instead of the obviously white supremacist field trips see this is all very simple it's just not that hard if you try to be better woe unto all who offend woe
6: unto all who offend
4: and finally we want to heartily celebrate the groundbreaking work being done by the Tribeca-based real estate consultancy HRNA Advisors in telling applicants for its six-figure positions to remove, quote, all undergraduate and graduate school name references from their resumes and to only cite the degree itself in order to advance their, quote, ongoing work to build a hiring system that is free from bias and based on candidate merit and performance. This is quite frankly the superior solution to the historic problem that minorities have been systematically excluded from prestigious institutions of higher learning. Instead of affirmative action programs that try to shoehorn oppressed people groups into restrictive academic environments, simply take away the employment advantage gained by attending those schools. If we declare that all colleges and universities are equal, suddenly it won't matter where you attend and all students and applicants will be freed from the tyranny of inequitable educational opportunities. Just think of the possibilities. All schools can charge the same tuition since they'll now become equal. All schools can have the same entrance requirements or perhaps none at all. No more anxious waiting to see if you got into your top schools or have to settle for your backup. Students can simply go to the university closest to their homes, which will of course reduce greenhouse emissions from wasteful travel to and fro. Professors can all be paid the same salary since there won't be a need to try to recruit better researchers, those with more publications to their names. Just think of it, a world in which Harvard and San Diego State are equal where a degree from MIT and Northern Illinois University mean the same thing. No more outrageous student debt, no more intercollegiate rivalries, and who needs to verify academic credentials when all credentials are the same? This any degree will doism is surely a beautiful and liberating thing. What a brave new world of equality and inclusion, inclusion this could be. Oh, the glory. Woe unto all who offend.
6: Woe unto all who offend.
4: And now, with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend.
6: Woe unto all who offend.
4: 626 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Let's get Candy in here before we get to David in the newsroom with traffic. I'm
3: um, taking a look at our roads. Good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Not yet, uh, anyway. It looks like 29 is accident free. Uh, Century Boulevard and McDavid is showing uh, an accident at North Canoe Road, but there is no roadblock. Uh, certainly, if you see something, let us know. Traffic tips 437 1620. This is brought to you by Avalon HR. With everything going on, you need Avalon News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy.
4: David Wayne is in the newsroom. David, I know, is a big aficionado of Crop Spot and Stream Magazine. But, uh, David, what's going on in the news this morning, sir?
1: Well, Andrew, Attorney General Merrick Garland appointing a special counsel to oversee the investigation now into President Biden's handling of classified documents from his tenure as Vice President Robert Herr taking on that role as, after serving as the U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland during the Trump administration. The defense attorney for Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio now blaming former President Trump for the attack on the U.S. Capitol. In his opening statement Thursday, Tario's lawyer told a federal court jury in Washington that prosecutors are going for the easy target and shareholders of Southwest Airlines filing a class-action lawsuit against the company the suit alleges the airline gave materially false and misleading information over a two-year period that ultimately caused the issues the company had last month when they canceled thousands of flights
4: all right David thanks so much for the update 627 here on news radio 92.3. oh I have a completely like it's barely the news kind of thing to oh, tell great. you about but um, you know we're big fans of the like Dorito local tacos at Taco Bell because they're fantastic. I love them. It's the only way you should ever eat a taco. Um, But so I had been wanting to find like, well, will they not sell those? Right. In grocery stores. And I've never seen them. um, But what I did find the other day, I was at Target, rarely, but I was at Target and uh, I saw that old El Paso makes nacho cheese flavored Uh shells. And I tried them, and they were fantastic. Oh, man, at the Fine French Clothier. Tarjay. Yeah, Tarjay. Target. Target. But I went back again to buy them again, because, you know, uh-huh. when the boys are happy, you just keep giving them what you've been giving them. And I go back, and they were sold out. But what they did have, a thing I had never seen before, is, do you know what Takis are? Yes. Takis Those are- Those weird, they're chips. Yeah, they're, well, they're like- rolled up tortilla flutes. I don't know how yeah, to describe Yeah, they look like them.
3: bugles, the kind that you make witch fingers with, but they exactly, are... Yeah, exactly. they have nacho
4: flavors. Or teeny tiny little taquitos, is uh, which I think yeah, I'm sure, sure where sure, it sure. comes that from. Makes sense. And And they're flavored like lime and pain is the flavor. Um, it's because <laughs> it's like a little bit spicy, but it's good. My boys love it, and they're the kind of thing that have the, <laughs> the powder that rubs off on your fingers. I mean, anyway. So... <laughs>
3: <laughs> just lime and pain. Lime. So...
4: So I bought those and we tried them and, um, you know, they were good. The boys didn't like them as much as the nacho cheese, sure. but the thing that hung me up is I was, I was sitting there, look, I was trying to decide whether to buy it cause I'm a very price sensitive consumer and, uh, it was $3 for uh, 12. Mm-hmm. I was like,
3: oh wait, uh, they make taco shells? Yeah, the taco I'm shells flavored like I'm sorry, I'm so like, like, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, the sorry.
4: Takis <laughs> flavored taco shells. Oh
3: wow. Which turned okay. out
4: to not be quite as good as the like nacho cheese flavored ones. But anyway, mm-hmm. so um but I was sitting there dithering cuz it's like $3. I'm like, I'll splurge, it's fine. $3 for 12. But I was like, $3, that's almost 30 cents a piece and I mean for, you know, 30 cents a piece, I mean you can make a good down payment on an egg for 30 cents. I, was I mean, say, there's a lot yeah, of, right? you know, there's a lot of other things I could spend my <laughs> money on and uh no, I wound up getting them and weirdly just dis- I was just not happy they were not the boys all said ah these are good better than regular but not as good as nacho cheese so that's my story that's it see we do informative local and dependable I mean
3: clearly <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: tastes like tastes like lime and pain Six thirty here <laughs> on news radio 92 3 right. oh 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 no I don't have time to get into it uh, you know the correct way to pronounce Rihanna's name is it not Rihanna Rihanna
3: Rihanna? Yep.
4: Oh. Jenna Ortega said it that way during the uh, the Golden Globes, and everybody's like, oh, good job, you got it right. And sure enough, there was an interview from, like, 2012 where Rihanna says, it's Rihanna.
5: Oh, my goodness. We're all saying it wrong all
4: go. this time. <laughs> David Wayne will have your local news coming up next after Fox.
6: News. I'm Chris Foster. A five-year-old boy in a car hit by a tree is one of at least six people killed in storms in Alabama. Another in Georgia. There's major damage in Selma, Alabama.
3: Thankful that God saved my life. I think the Lord was good to me. Uh, give me enough sense to get away from here before it hit because it's a good chance i my life. There's
6: storm damage reported in nine states. Several aides to then-Vice President Biden have been interviewed for the federal investigation into documents found at his home and an office.
5: The White House says all of these documents were inadvertently misplaced and the decision by A.G. Garland to appoint a special counsel it came with mounting pressure and more questions over why the president kept such documents, what classified material they contain, and why we are just learning about them now.
6: Fox's Alexandria Huff. Attorney General Garland has a former federal prosecutor in Maryland, Robert Herr, handling the investigation. He was a Trump appointee in 2018. He works now for a law firm in D.C. America's listening to Fox News.
1: Good morning 631. It's News Radio 923. Cloudy skies, 48 degrees this morning here in Pensacola. After a second round of proposals, the Escambia County Commissioners are once again selecting Escambia River Electric Cooperative or EREC to provide high-speed internet on the north end of Escambia County. District 2 Commissioner Mike Kohler was the sole no vote. We could save millions of dollars and meet the requirement of 25 and 3 that's out there and use those additional ARPA funds for septic to sewer for all these other things that we could use them for. The cost is just excessive for me. Uh, The county is committing $10 million, that money coming from American Rescue Plan funds. For the second round of bids, the county narrowed the service area to just north of Muskogee Road, and EREC beat out a proposal from IBT-PCS. Cox Communications did not submit a bid for the second go-around. Governor Ron DeSantis says he wants to take on pharmacy benefit managers during the upcoming legislative session. Speaking yesterday, he said that PBMs largely work in the shadows. He called them the middlemen of the health care system. Uh, he says they're the ones driving up the costs of prescription drugs.
5: They have the three largest PBMs control 80% of the market right now. Uh, they're not seen by the public. Most people have no idea who this is.
1: DeSantis outlined proposed legislation, which he says would protect consumers and also increase accountability. Congressman Matt Gates will be in the area next week. He's planning on making a major announcement. According to a news release, Gates will be at the Crestview Aerospace uh, building next Tuesday morning, he says he'll be making an announcement regarding northwest Florida military priorities there. And uh, later on that same day, Gates will be in Navarre at the high school for his 2023 Service Academy nominations. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey declared a state of emergency for six counties that were hit by those damaging storms that went, moved across the state on Thursday, the system produced several tornadoes being blamed for six deaths in Otuga County. At, le- at least 12 people also were severely injured. After several meetings featuring debate and hundreds of citizens weighing in, Santa Rosa County leaders say they're moving forward now with a land transfer agreement to the city of Milton.
6: The only question is whether or not the grant funds from the federal and state government will be able to be used or whether or not they will be lost. If they are lost, the plant will still be built, but it will be built on the backs of ratepayers at a significantly higher
1: cost. And that is uh, State Representative Alex Andrade addressing the commissioners in his capacity as an attorney representing the City of Milton. Ultimately, the board voted three to two to transfer 100 acres to the City of Milton. That land is going to be used as a disposal site for the city's new wastewater treatment facility, and. U.S. Border Patrol officials dealing with more migrants that made landfall in South Florida. U.S. Border Patrol Miami sector says 25 Haitian migrants, including children, made landfall in Virginia Key yesterday. Miami Fire Rescue says those people were all at sea for at least Five days. One had one man had to be taken to the hospital for hypothermia. It is six thirty-five at News Radio ninety-two-three. Let's get a look at our
3: traffic on the fives with Candy. All right, watching an accident in McDavid. This is North Century Boulevard and North Canoe Road. Not showing a roadblock, but watch for emergency crews on scene. Twenty-nine seems to be running pretty steady so far. Uh, this is brought to you by Frontier Motors, the only dealer that Dave Ramsey uh, and Andrew McKay recommends in Pensacola. If you have traffic tip 6437 four three seven sixteen twenty. News Radio ninety-two-three. Informative, local, dependent. It's Cold and windy day out there today with highs around 55 degrees. With the winds, it will feel slightly colder. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the 30s. As you go into Saturday, sunny weather will continue with the cool weather continuing as well. High on Saturday near 54. Saturday night, temperatures dropping back into the 30s, 37 degrees for your low. Temperatures will be warming up as you go into Sunday. High near 61. Low Sunday near 54 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
1: Thank you, Brooke. Right now, 48 and cloudy in Pensacola, 50 in Gulf Breeze and 48 in Milton. Our next news at 7 breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
5: I'm Dom Savino with your Money Now. Earnings season kicks into high gear today with a slew of big banks and recognizable companies reporting. One of them is J.P. Morgan Chase, which topped analysts' exp- expectations for fourth quarter revenue on the back of higher interest rates. But shares are down 2% pre-market after the largest bank in the U.S. warned it's setting aside more money to cover credit losses because a mild recession is its central case. That news has also sent futures lower, as the market aims to wrap up a winning week. Yesterday, the major averages all posted modest gains. The Nasdaq is on a five-day winning streak for the first time since July. Airlines have largely been upbeat about the fourth quarter, despite concerns about a recession and the severe weather that made the holidays a travel nightmare. The proof was in the pudding in Delta's latest earnings report, also released this morning. The airline beat expectations for profit and revenue was higher than pre-pandemic levels. That's your money now.
6: Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right, start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 866-95-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 866-95-STEEL.
5: Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel.
6: Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I
5: went with General Steel.
6: Call 866-95-STEEL now. And you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 866-95-STEEL. That's 866-957-8335. 866-95-STEEL.
2: As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support, datarevs.com.
3: Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Friday night, all 20s gangsters, mobsters, politicians, and malls will gather at the Bootleg Ball at the Museum of Commerce. Wear your 20s attire for the fundraising benefiting the University of West Florida Historic Trust. Visit Pensacola.com for more. Dress up or dress down and join the Pensacola Symphony for the annual Beethoven and Blue Jeans performance Saturday night at the Sanger Theater. Get ticket info at PensacolaSymphony.com.
1: Pensacola's Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings 5
4: to 9. There is no arguing with the horrific nature of lung cancer. But does it translate into a justification for prohibiting them from smoking in an outside public area? The difference between somebody who's smoking multiple packs of cigarettes a day and killing themselves is different from a few times that you breathe the diluted smoke from somebody else in an outdoor
2: space. On News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
4: 92 3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Joining me is my friend. Uh, retired now, Rear Admiral Kyle Kozad, formerly he was the uh, commander at uh, Nazi Naval Education Training Command on board NAS Pensacola. When he retired from the Navy and left that position, he became the president and CEO of the foundation for the Naval Aviation Museum. And of course, we've had him on many times since then for various things now because he has a book out. And he's going to be signing it tomorrow at uh, Barnes and Noble on airport from one to three. Uh, Admiral Kozad, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning
7: News, sir. Andrew, good morning. Happy Friday the 13th to you. I know.
4: <laughs> Nothing can go wrong today. Everything is fine. Okay, so I was <laughs> I was reading...
7: Not, that's why we're not selling books tomorrow.
4: No, oh, no, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, I was reading the notes because, I mean, I know you fairly well, but I certainly don't know all of your history. And the one that caught me the most off guard is that you were the Navy senior leader in the White House Situation Room during the Osama bin Laden raid and the commander of the Joint Task Force at Gitmo. Holy smokes, man.
7: <laughs> yeah, you know, I the thing I loved uh, about the Navy was the ability to fly, and I, you know, gathered 5,000-plus flight hours. Uh, but uh, when I wasn't allowed to fly, uh, I did have an opportunity to do some pretty cool uh, jobs and, you know, meet some great people and, you know, really just be in places that uh, I learned tons about national security in the country. So I've been very fortunate.
4: Oh, man. I You know, sometimes you know a person and don't realize the person you know. I'll put it that way. So it's fantastic. Now, uh, for people who might not know you, there was an extremely significant event in your life that took place only about, what, six or seven months after you had taken over command at Netsy back in, uh, was it like it was spring of 2019 or 18? I forget which year it was, uh, but you had a terrible accident that left you in a, that left you in a wheelchair. Right,
7: I I did. Yeah, March 16th of uh, 2018, a day that I will never forget. Um, You know, just it was a freak accident uh, at historic quarters A, and um, you know, when I woke up in the hospital the next day, uh, my neurosurgeon uh, did a great job on the surgery, uh, put in two large titanium rods, kind of put me back together. Uh, But he, you know, delivered some pretty catastrophic news that uh, you know he didn't think I would ever be able to stand uh, or get out of a wheelchair again. So. Um, you know that that kind of instantaneous slap in the face, you know, really forced me to to look at you know the positive side of you know what what is my new purpose? You know, not necessarily a why me or feel sorry for myself, but you know, one door closes and others open. So you know, I really used my accident, my injury, number one, uh, to to start the fight of my life and prove my neurosurgeon wrong, but also you know to continue to live a life of purpose, and um, that purpose has been uh, dramatically different after my accident.
4: Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, I hadn't known you all that long when this happened. I think we all felt awful about it, but uh, here you—you you stayed in your command, you stayed in your position, you stayed in the Navy, and I think anybody who knows you would acknowledge not just didn't just stick it out, but you know, were incredibly effective at it. Overcame, as you said, proving your neurosurgeon wrong, and uh, now you've got this book out. The title of the book: uh, "Relentless Positivity: A Common Veteran Battling Uncommon Odds." I don't know, it's your book. You tell me, what what kinds of things should people look for in that and how did, you know, having a positive outlook, how, how did you, how were you forced to learn that? How did it change who you became after the accident?
7: So, so it, it's kind of interesting and I appreciate your kind words, but, uh, you know, when, when I look back, I can attribute, you know, my positive attitude and kind of the, the can-do. Nobody's going to tell me what I can't do, but I'm going to show you what I can-do attitude to, uh, you know, to my time in the Navy. So, I, I had... You know, many motivators, you know, my family, obviously, my faith. Um, But, you know, I I, uh, early in my physical therapy, the very first time, you know, I stood up or somebody stood me up, you know, I kind of had this this vision that, you know, I'm going to do a heck of a lot more than the doc said. Uh, And, you know, I couldn't remember being in the hospital uh, after, you know, a full day of physical therapy. And I told my wife, Amy, that, hey, I want to go back and I want to serve on active duty. And she, you know, kind of rolled her eyes and said, "Uh, yeah, why don't you get some sleep? But that, that was one of my motivators. And so, you know, I, I attribute, you know, the toughness, the grit, the, you know, the sense of I can do this to, to my time in the Navy. And so, you know, one of the things that this book hopes to accomplish is uh, every penny that we raise from it goes right back to the Naval Aviation Museum here in Pensacola. So we're excited about, uh, you know, what seems to be a pretty good start last month. I think we've sold over, you know, 1,500 copies and hopefully we'll get a few folks to come out and, you know, talk. And I'd love to sign some books for them tomorrow.
4: Well, again, the uh, the book is Relentless Positivity, A Common Veteran Battling Uncommon Odds. It's uh, available anywhere, but you can, again, you can meet Admiral Kozad tomorrow. Admiral, I had one other thing I just wanted to get with you for a second, but let me h- hold on for just a second uh, because I've got Candy here with Traffic on the Fives.
3: And uh, we're just watching that one accident in McDavid, uh, but it doesn't look like a roadblock. It's uh, just off Highway 29 and the rest of 29 is clear all the way down to the split at Pace Palafox. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, ninety 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
4: Thanks so much, Candy. So again, and the signing is tomorrow from 1 to 3 at the airport Barnes & Noble for Relentless Positivity. Um, Emerald, one of the things, uh, you know, I used to, one time I took a job selling books door-to-door for a company called the Southwestern Company. It's been around for like 150 years. And uh, it was the worst job I ever had. (laughs) It was a horrible, horrible, but I stuck it out. I did it. And um, not quitting was actually my purpose in taking the job. But one of the things that they kind of taught us before they sent us out to do this horrible, terrible job is uh, they said, anytime something goes wrong, and of course in life, like in door-to-door sales or anywhere else, you're going to have things go wrong. They said, first reaction is is say to yourself you know this is good this is great this is wonderful whatever the bad you know your your car just is on fire uh this is good this is great this is wonderful and then to come up with three reasons why like three actual reasons why this might be of use to you was there anything like that that you had learned in the navy or had to learn in you know post-accident for uh what you were doing that kind of find the gem in the horrible situation
7: yeah, you know, we always talk about the, the ability to adapt and overcome, and you know, I liken my injury to uh, uh, any any flight that you do uh, as a naval aviator. Um, something's going to happen, something's going to change, and you're you're um, you know instinctively taught uh, to to look at the problem differently and figure out you know how you can accomplish the mission, and you know th- that kind of happened to me after uh, I participated in the uh, Wounded Warrior Games in Tampa in 2020. You know, that gave me the opportunity to connect with a, a bunch of other wounded veterans. And I really didn't have that network here in Pensacola. And, and so, you know, that became a passion for me. And kind of, you know, that, that purpose was to, you know, tell as many people my story uh, and as, as a measure of encouragement. Not to feel sorry for me, not to say, hey, you did a great job, but you know to tell other people that regardless of your circumstance, you know you can do this. you've got this. you've got everything in your heart and your head to be able to power your way through. It. And so hopefully you know people can find a sliver of inspiration or something that motivates them to get beyond whatever their circumstance is today.
4: you know in the uh, the kind of the notes about the book, I'm not at all surprised about this is uh, says that you draw strength from a combination of self, friends, family, and faith. and, the and faith part is, of course, always of interest to me. What role did your faith, your religion, have in helping you overcome what happened?
7: So uh, imagine, um, you know, laying in a hospital bed, uh, you you have you you realize you 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 have you know come to terms with the fact that you can't feel anything below your waist, you can't move your legs. Uh, You know, at that point, I couldn't even roll over in bed by myself. Uh, And, you know, it it was, you know, some prayerful time where, you know, I I knew that I had a decision to make uh, and uh, it was a hard decision. And that was, do do I lay in bed for the next 50 years and just, you know, let this uh, consume me and let this define who I am? Or can I power through this and, you know, try to try to make something out of it? And that's where the prayer came in, you know, and you know, my strong faith to be able to say, you know, there is something else out there. Um, you know, work hard in physical therapy, prove the doctor wrong, but also you know share that story to be able to help other people. And so, hopefully, that's what we can do. And you know, faith uh, continues to play a big part in my life.
4: Outstanding. I mean, look, a healthy body is a gift from God, and sometimes a uh, um, a different functioning body can also be a, a gift from God and I'm, I'm glad that you I, I'm glad to know you obviously and you know given the work that you've done both in and out of the Navy but uh, I think it looks like a fantastic book Relentless Positivity is the name of it uh, a common veteran battling uncommon odds you can buy it anywhere again but it is going to be tomorrow at the Barnes Noble on Airport 1 to 3 you can meet uh, Kyle Kozad and uh, you know get to know him a little bit like I have uh, Admiral as always uh, thanks for just kind of being who you are thanks for all the work you do and thanks for uh, agreeing to spend a couple of minutes with me today i appreciate it sir
7: it's always my pleasure you have a great uh great weekend Andrew.
4: absolutely 649 here on news radio 92 3 informative local dependable hey if you have a import you know they're great cars when they work and when they don't well you know you think maybe i've got to take my beamer my porsche my jaguar my lexus over to the dealership No, you don't. You can take it to Bobby Likas Auto Service. They work on those cars all the time. Uh, Might save you certainly some time if the dealership is elsewhere. Uh, Definitely save you some money. And that's kind of the point is you don't have to overpay. (laughs) You just don't have to. You can take it to Bobby Likas. They service those cars all the time. The philosophy is to see you more frequently, so to not have to see you unexpectedly or catastrophically like healthcare. You know, for your car. Go do the preventative maintenance, and then you don't have the big problems, or you're at least a lot less likely to have them. That philosophy is in the name of their website, Car Clinic service.com they also service diesel engines not something that everybody does and they were named a 2021 carfax top rated service center with average reviews of 4.5 or above that's bobby Likas auto service right here on
2: davis highway make a new year's resolution that's easy to keep help protect your identity and finances with lifelock identity theft protection lifelock detects identity threats you may miss on your own and if you become a victim lifelock will work to fix it no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but lifelock by norton makes it easy to help protect yourself join now and save up to 25 percent off your first year go to lifelock.com use promo code news This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but there is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on The Garden Line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
1: When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. And Let's go Pensacola
7: at 4. Oh, God. <laughs> my heart only runs on Supreme. I'm
5: so Ella le gusta la
4: National average for gallon of gas: 328, 326 in Florida. We are below average. Wait, that's good. Wow, I'm so confused. It's like golf scores. 290 in Texas is the best. 441 in California is the worst. In Navarre, 306 east and west at both WalMarts. Uh, 305 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge, or I think at the Liberty Station, Tiger Point, same thing. 315. You gotta wait a second if you're going east uh, west through Gulf Breeze. At the Exxon has that price. Uh, if you're in Milton, 304 at the Raceway through a 4MP Ridge at the Murphy Cross from the Walmart. 305 in Pays. Everything's pretty homogenous this morning. Get over into Pensacola, you will save a little bit of money. Two ninety-five at the Walmart on Nine Mile. Two ninety-five at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US Twenty Nine. And coming in from the southwest side, uh, two ninety-seven. It looks like at the Shell on Cervantes. Six fifty-three here on News Radio 923 on Friday the thirteenth. Yes, we're live. It's okay. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. We're all gonna get through it together. Um, but no, I'm. I'm I'm not superstitious, so I'm just playing a game when I kind of make it. I know some people are, and the comet, and the, you know, oh, my God. Which, by the way, I looked. Nothing. Couldn't see it at all. Very disappointed. I think you need a telescope, but, you know. Don't get me all worked up about seeing some giant green comet and then be like, oh, but you need a telescope. Mm, mm, okay. David Wayne's in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David?
1: At least seven people are dead and a dozen or more injured after those tornadoes in Alabama and Georgia yesterday. One tornado hit Selma, Alabama, destroyed homes, tore off roofs, uprooted trees, and in Georgia, a storm appears to have pushed a freight train off the tracks southeast of Atlanta. The House has passed a bill banning sales of crude oil from the nation's Strategic Petroleum Reserve to China. The vote was 331 to 97. 113 Democrats joined Republicans in supporting the bill, and... Filmmaker Michael Bay, or movie director, I should say, Michael Bay is wanted on charges. What? In Italy. That's right, in Italy, authorities are accusing him of killing a pigeon.
0: No, oh, stop. The.
1: Uh, the- <laughs> The bird was reportedly killed on the set of his 2018 Netflix movie Six Underground, that was shot in Italy, and apparently, there pigeons of all things are a protected species. What? Uh, a report in the Wrap says the bird was killed by a camera dolly of some sort. Somebody took a picture, gave it to police. Now he's wanted on charges for killing the can pigeon. Pigeons
4: be a protected? They're like the most populous bird, and they're the the rats of the air. I don't understand how is that a thing. I, okay. Yeah, I, All right. Policia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Policia. That's They're right. coming. They're coming for you. All right.
1: They're looking for them. Uh,
4: so, so it goes, I guess. 655 here on News Radio 92 3. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. That's right.
3: And just watching that one accident still. It's in McDavid, but again, not blocking anything. It's uh, way on the upside, of course. It's <laughs> 29 uh, and North Century Boulevard and uh, North Canoe Road. But again, the rest of 29 is just fine. Highway 90 and Bell Lane in uh, Pace, uh, P Ridge, I guess, actually, showing an accident. It's a busy intersection. Highway 90 and Bell Lane in the uh, pace, uh, showing an accident, but no roadblock. But certainly watch for emergency crews on scene and be careful wherever you are. This is brought to you by your local Discover card. And with your Discover card, you can redeem your rewards for cash any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
4: Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, oh, um, uh, President Biden got... Interesting praise from the president of Mexico, uh, Obrador, this week. Did you hear this?
3: You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. (laughs) And that. We thank you for that, sir.
4: Thank you for not building even one meter of border wall. <laughs> uh, well, you're not surprised. It's not a non-fact. It's <laughs> Did just, he say Donata? Yeah. it's just <laughs> Donata! Oh, my God. Congratulations. You're the first president in a while that hasn't built any barrier between my country and yours. Donata! Good work. Oh, speaking of weird things people said recently, Matt Gates was filling in for Steve Bannon and had on his show George Santos the embattled congressman who lied about everything, including being a volleyball star at a school he didn't even attend. Uh,
3: (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. It is dead. Sorry.
1: they come for the fighters, and they are coming for George Santos like nothing I've seen in quite some time. I could ask you what it's like to be an embattled congressman, but I kind of know a little bit about that scene. George, you've heard just there Congressman D'Esposito, De your Republican colleague, calling for you to resign. Nick Langworthy also has your reaction.
5: You know, Matt, it's, it's their
1: prerogative.
4: <laughs> it is. And he says, "Look, I came here to work for the people and if the people want to fire me in 2 years, they can. Well, time will tell." But that's not the comment that was interesting. That's just the setup. This was the one that was kind of the the what now? I'm
1: a workhorse. I've worked my whole life. I'm the kid who came from a basement department. Maybe. You weren't supposed to win this seat. I was not supposed to win this seat. I mean, this was a seat that a lot of folks looked at and said, definitely going Democrat. You know, uh, Republicans, gosh, will. You know, Santos ran last time. We'll send him to run this time. And and you surprised a lot of people. All the people calling me to resign, I beat them by double their margins in the victory because I outworked every single one of them. Uh, Embellishing one's resume isn't a crime, it's frankly how a lot of people get to congress and we we want everyone to be honest and again you've acknowledged that and and you're working for it going forward
4: wow (laughs) talk about giving cover how about a bastion of ethics i know it's not a crime (laughs) well yeah but and you know i won this election because i worked harder also when you're untethered to truth it's easier to lie to everybody. He, man, it's just crazy. The resume he sent to the Nassau County Republican Committee as a candidate said that he graduated in the top 1% of his class at Berwick, which he didn't even attend, um, and that he won the championship uh, as a volleyball player and uh, that he was a striker. I don't even know what a striker is. A hitter? Is that what that means? Anyway, so, yeah, and uh, Matt giving him certainly cover on the Steve Bannon show. So, okay. <laughs> 6.58 on News ninety 92.3, time for...
3: Future news.
4: Future news, we tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right. Um, (laughs) Will there be even more documents now that we have three different document sources for President Biden that were classified? More than three? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Charges, after we've now announced a special, um, uh, not prosecutor, but uh, investigator, a special counsel.
3: I think so. I mean, I was for it with Trump. I'm for it with
4: Biden. Yeah, if there's yeah. going to be charges, got to be charges for both, okay. right? That's right. Um, do you think that the wastewater treatment plant protests in Milton are all over yet? No. Yeah, no, I would like to say yes because they finalized the deal yesterday on the transfer of the Ribs property, but I wouldn't think so. And uh, will Santos survive in Congress? No. Uh,
3: it's just I think he's going to be disempowered, but I don't, gonna de- I mean, he's but I don't side, think he's going to leave
4: or anything like that. <laughs> all right, we'll be back.